With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. My thing is, what is the criteria for MVP? That's the question. Because if it continuously changes, then what is the criteria? Because for me, when I think about most valuable player, it's exactly that. Right? Mm -hmm. Let's think about any type of situation. If you have somebody who runs the entire business, right? And that person is no longer there. Is that business going to function the same way? It won't, right? Because the person that runs it the best is not there anymore. Most valuable. This person is valuable. In, like You can't replace him. That's what the MVP should be. Well, I also think it... It should be based off. It should be a combination of your stats, and your value, to and, your team. and how exactly your value to the team. Because like, if you weren't on this team and now you're here and we're doing great, then then how can you be the MVP? That's the pro- That's the thing that I. That, that's the problem that I have right. because they have changed the MVP award and they've been doing this for decades. The best team has the best player, so the best player on the best team is the most valuable. I don't think that that's necessarily true. The year that Westbrook won, and I'm going to talk about your particular point, Paris Kivas, is that when Westbrook won the MVP, he averaged a triple-double. If it wasn't for him, that team would have won 19 games. He literally was the most valuable player for his team and for the league because if it wasn't for his particular heroics, they wouldn't have made the playoffs. They were a sixth seed that year. And he won the MVP. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. When Kobe averaged 35 a game and got the got the Lakers to the to the to the playoffs as a seven seed, it made sense to to to, to kind of give him the award. They didn't give it to him, they gave it to Nash. But you can understand that, okay, this guy literally had to average 40 to get his team to the playoffs. That should put you in the tech, that should put you in the conversation of most valuable. Not if you're on the best team, because we've seen in situations where a guy that's that's uh, up for most valuable player, he misses a few games, and the team don't miss a beat. They don't miss a beat. Right. Misses twenty games. I remember there, there was a year that Giannis missed like ten games. Bucks are still Bucks are still dominating. They're still beating everybody up. So it's like okay. So what makes it valuable? Like what is the criteria? I would love for them to have a criteria. Like what is it? What is it? Yo, bad. That shit crazy. On a Saturday! It's All Even with your boy Barry Grant. You can catch me on Instagram and Twitter at All Even Podcast. You can listen to the show on Megaphone as well as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. I'm all over the place, man. And trust me, go to YouTube, hit that subscribe button, like, share, and comment because the page is growing. Tell a friend to tell a friend. 
Cole, what's up? How you doing? Hey, how are you? I, I expect you to be a little bit more excited this week. I ain't gonna lie to you. I didn't partake in what you partook in. No, in the back I didn't partake video. in anything. Hey, you fool me, buddy. There's, there's somebody here that partakes in something, but it's not me. So who's the partaker? Tammy Frost. <laughs> oh, you wait. Uh, yeah. Very well. Yeah. Oh my Phil's God. in the building. How you doing, Phil? What's going on, sir? I, I, I told you about that salmon suit. That should fire. Great, thank you. Yeah. Appreciate it. I, I'm, I'm gonna need that. I think that's that's your requirement the next time you come here because you come you come very like empty handed every time you come to the pod. Oh, so I need. That's wild. This shit. Yeah, it is. Is it? It's not true. <laughs> <laughs> that's an allegation. Chilling with freeze. How you doing, sir? I'm good, man. Can't complain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we got a lot to talk about today. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to expose you to the world today. Yeah. Expose yeah, who? Yeah, me? Yeah, 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 yeah. Nah, yeah, not got, not from that no, bear. I got, I got something to say. I got something to say about you. Yeah. Jimmy, the super intern. How you doing today? Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. How much money did you win this week? Uh, the, oh, the eyebrow went up. I saw that. Eyebrow went up. Yeah. yeah. Big, big numbers. Okay, oh, big numbers. He's not even going to give us a figure. Big numbers. <laughs> see, see, see what happens when interns start to get cocky? I'm going to text you later. Man. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. He almost didn't show up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Cole on the ones and twos, the solid assassin is what I call him. Something cold. How's your week? Uh, did you break any knees this week? No. No? no? You're going to wait till fantasy season. I know. She, she's probably the commissioner. She, she made sure that she was the commissioner. Yeah. I'm taking the money. I'm making sure that. <laughs> or the, or the loan shark. I'm the president. Or the loan shark. Facts, facts, facts. Thank you, McFrost. The commissioner in my last league. <laughs> <laughs> I, we're, we're just saying hello. You all right? I'm good. Okay, cool. I mean, like, we, we like two minutes in, and you, you already wild You already wild yeah, Like six <laughs> beers in over there. Too. Right, yo. <laughs> Oh, God. We just got here. <laughs> <laughs> My man Paris Keeves in the building today. What's just up? How you, doing, man? how you doing, buddy? I'm good, man. I'm good, man. You know, good to see you, man. It's been a while. Yeah. You know, you, you, you're doing big things. You're you're at Nickelodeon. Yes, sir. You know? What's sadly for you, the Lakers and the Cowboys haven't won Come a Come on, don't, don't do that. Don't, don't, don't. Don't talk about no, any of my teams right now. Just because you're a Yankee fan and a Patriots fan, you're going to feel it in a couple years in regards to being a Patriots fan, right? I already that felt it. That Brady stuff's over. <laughs> I already it's over. It. Right? So, no, we, it's we, big we, over. Facts. We got a lot of stuff to talk about today. Um, Lamar Jackson, right? What's going on with him? Is he going to get... Is he going to be on a new team? Is he going back to the Ravens? Um, Kendrick Perkins and J.J. Reddick, they, they had an interesting... Uh, Back and forth. Definitely going to talk about that. Um, what is the criteria for the NBA MVP? We're going to discuss that, obviously. John Morant, that's the biggest news out there right now, right? Um, Stupid. Powell Gasol gets his jersey retired with the Lakers. So me and Fang mm-hmm. Frost would love that. Um, Zion. Zion Williamson is not close to returning to the Pelicans. And I, w- I have a lot to say. I have a lot to say. Bears make a big trade. Um, they trade the number one overall pick. We're going to get into detail. I want to talk about that right now. But they make a big trade. And uh, the Panthers are very, very happy right now. Um, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Watch. Claw is going to be discussing that with us later on. Um, the Suns have a problem. The Phoenix Suns have a problem. And I predicted this. But we're going to talk about it a little later. Um... Kyrie Irving, there's some Kyrie stuff out there that I just have to get off my chest. 
my irrelevant news of the week, and then the greatest segment on the planet, Dummy of the Week. Dummy. Yeah. So before I get into all the sports stuff, but by the way, let me just play this for <laughs> we lit, baby. We in the building. You said we okay. lit. You heard that, right? I, heard. I did. I did. Okay. Was that was that one of the band words? That's definitely thought lingo. Mm. It is, right? Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Take off that. <laughs> it's lit. <laughs> it's lit. It's lit. Okay. Um. We saw Cocaine Bear over the weekend, guys. Me, Chili McFreeze. The bear claw that damn Phil bear. wasn't there, Nicole wasn't there because she had something doing, and I don't even know what happened to Jimmy. Like, I hit Jimmy up, and Jimmy was like, Yeah, what time you going? Tell told him exactly what was going on, and radio silence after that. <laughs> like, he, 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 he like completely, he completely, he's talking to the bookie. That was it, completely ghosted me, bro. Completely ghosted me. Fang McFrost, he was supposed to be there, and he now. Can we officially call this like? Did he stand us up? Yeah. Did, was this was this a stand up? I felt like a cheap date. It definitely did feel like a cheap date. I'm not gonna lie to you. Because you were there at the movie theaters club first, and you were like, "All right, cool." I was Wait. early, and I never I had to buy my right. He's never early. Born. Never early, and then all of a sudden we get a call like, right, "I'm not gonna make it." And I thought he was gonna do some grand scheme, wear the bear suit, and right. like pull up. <laughs> Didn't happen. Yeah. Oh. Thought about the bear suit, bro. Oh, so you that, see, you gave him an idea. Don't for the get him started. Man. You gave him an idea for the role playing. <laughs> so let's talk about bear suit okay. with the white nose. Like right. You got to have Yo, listen. I'm recording that and one. What you, and what you can do is you can put the white stuff on the. Oh. Hey, 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 <laughs> Excuse me. You gotta relax. You gotta relax. Listen, we saw Cocaine Bear, right? I told you. I enjoyed it. It was horribly great. It was. It was horribly great. When the children started to do the the, the cocaine, I, listen, they had me there. They had me a hello. They had me a hello. They did a lot. They did a lot. Children were doing cocaine. No, they, they, they didn't, like, hold on. Let me, Wait, say, let me explain. Let, let me explain. They didn't. They did not do lines. They right? ate cocaine. They ate it. <laughs> so the kids did cocaine. Correct. Okay. So they ate the cocaine. Yeah, off a knife. Off a knife. I'm talking about like like a, like a, a, a scarface. Yeah, 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 one of those. Yeah, yeah. You know, so you got a little like, bit of cocaine. Wait, a lot. What? There's a lot of bit of cocaine. Yeah. yeah. Like, wait, wait. Anyway, like a bunch of kids in the theater though. Oh, you 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 jump with a gun. So the movie in itself is good, right? It was funny. It was entertaining for me. Claude didn't really like it too much. He's a Sharknado guy, so he's very, he was very, he, he was hating a little bit, right? Uh, and Chili McFreeze, <laughs> right? Chili McFreeze the whole time for a month. Ah, I don't want to see no cocaine, man. Ah, this movie sucks. Ah, you go see how bad it is, right? That's what he used. Every pod he was saying that to us, right? You did. You should have heard him in there. Thank me, bro. Chucking it up in there, laughing. And then, he was having a good time. Yo, man. His favorite line was, Hey, yo, boo-boo. Right. <laughs> he was having a great time in there. He And, and listen, I'm going to tell you, he's going he gonna to explain himself. Show me freeze. Did you like cocaine bear? It was decent. You see? There we go. There we go. That's what I'm talking about. So this is, but that wasn't the best part. That was not the best part of the movie. The best part of the movie 
wasn't even the movie itself. No, you gotta save that. Save it. What do you mean? That's save it. Save what? Save it. No, we we discussed it. We gotta talk about it. Nah, that's my. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh it, it, okay, okay. All right. So that's me for later. I'm gonna save it because Children <laughs> Freedom wants me to save it. But <laughs> he put his name on his shit. Right, fridge. right. He said he saved it. He said, yeah, yeah. Don't well, copy, don't copyright my stuff. Nope. You know what I mean? Don't eat my press. Copyright infringement. <laughs> don't copyright my stuff. So, but all in all, Cocaine Bear was a success. I loved it. I really did. And when it hits DVD and stream, it's going to become a cult ca- uh, classic. It really is. DVD. It is. DVD. That, well, people still watch DVDs. Yeah. yeah. When no. they go to the red box. DVDs? Some people go to the red box. Yeah. yeah. About the bootlegs. People still got it. Bro, I got my CD book in the car. Exactly. Well, cut it Because you're bougie, you don't have a DVD. <laughs> cut cut it out. I, I, I understand what you mean by that. I get it. Yeah. I know what you mean. See? So, Cocaine Bear was a huge success. Loved it. Did you watch it yet? No. No. Are you are you planning to watch it? No. You should take your you should take your fiance to watch it. I'd rather save the money, wait for it to come on streaming. You know what? Just... See, they're I'm... gonna they're gonna do it sooner than later. It's all about they, the they are. They are. It's all about the experience. Exactly. It's the experience, yeah. man. It's the experience. But I don't recommend watching Ant Man. That was trash. Oh, don't ruin it for me. Don't ruin trash. it for me. Damn. Don't ruin it for me. Um Are you a Marvel guy though? I am a Marvel guy, but okay. it was trash. Now I didn't see it, so I don't know. Yeah, I, I, listen, I like to, I like people's opinions, right? But I still got to see it for myself. Like, there's a lot of people that say that certain movies are trash, and then when you go watch it, the movie's good, right? Because everybody has their own opinions. Mm-hmm. Everybody watches movies differently, right? Claw <laughs> likes to watch. What, what's the movie you like to watch, bro? Um, Sharknado. The one with uh, Keanu Reeves and uh, and Patrick Swayze. Point Break. Point Break. Great movie. I hate Point Break. It's a good movie. I hate it. Beautiful. But he loves Point Break. I don't even think so I if, saw if, that. If somebody would have asked me, what do I think of Point Break? I'd be like, eh, eh, it's all right. But if they ask Claw, they'd be like, it's a dope movie. Utah, give me two. Right. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Um, I gave you guys homework. I gave Chili McFreeze. I gave Claw and I gave Fang McFrost some homework. Did you guys watch the the, the Chris Rock mm. Netflix special? I did. Yeah. Selective Outrage. Sure yeah, he did. still didn't watch it. It wasn't homework. Sure did. He still didn't watch it. <clears throat> I watched it. Watched straight to the end. Now, um, <laughs> thoughts. I, I'd like to hear some thoughts around the room. I respect it. Spoiler alert. Mm-hmm. I mean, there is no spoiler alert. Everybody watched it. Uh, at this I mean, point not before. everybody. Everybody that wants to watch it at this point watched it. To hell with, who, to hell with whoever didn't watch it. We're still going to talk exactly. about it. Exactly. Like we, we, don't, we don't care about spoilers. Yeah, I think he did, he, had, he did what he had to do at the end. Facts. Shot is shot. It was, you wait for something like that. Like You bring out the big cameras on a Netflix special. You bring out the smoke. You bring out the Beyonce airflow. Right. You bring out the best outfit. Right. And you save the best joke that everybody wants to see you. Like That's your summer jam moment. Like, Facts. Got to let that go and, and clap back. Because if not, you're know, like a bitch, bro. And, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I agree. Bitch I agree. Um, six months. He should have made a whole show about him, man. Forget that you last can't a whole nah. hour. Why not? Nah, nah. man. Marlon Williams nah. has one. I'd be over it. He could have did it. You'd be over it by like the 10-minute mark if he just you know, crazy, like, Nah. I was it's, never, it's Chris Rock. I was he would have improvised on everything else. I mean, he was a fan of him. Yeah. I was never a fan of Chris Rock, but... I kind of enjoyed it a little bit, you know? There's the thing. Like, people people are 
very hot and cold with Chris Rock, right? There's people that either really like his comedy or they're like, ah, I'm, I'm, I'm out, right? There's not really any, like, gray area fans with Chris Rock. So, for me, um, I think the, 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 the special was all right. It was decent because I saw a lot of the material to begin with. Like, I went to the Jones B show. And a lot of the material that he started with was in the Jones B show with him and Kevin Hart. So, you know, he added in some new stuff and all that stuff, which was, you know, the, the whole totality of the of the pie was good. Of the uh the, the the um the special was good. But the part that I didn't like had had nothing to do with Chris Rock. It had to do with the outrage from the special. Right? People are saying, Oh well, you know, he shouldn't have talked about such and such. He shouldn't have talked about this and da da da. And I'm like, he's a comedian, right? Since when can't comics be funny and talk about things without people being offended it's about like, what he says in a comedy special? Being offended is part of the. It's part. It's part of it. But since when? Cancel culture, man. No, right. I, I don't no, think it's since part, no, no, it's part of like people are supposed to feel, I guess, offended. It's, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's just comedy. Right. Like every, at the end of the day, everyone has their own opinion on everything. Comedy is supposed to be pushing the, the uncomfort level. That's what it's supposed to be there right. for, right? Right. But, like, people are really, like, upset about it. That's the thing with me. Like, you can be, ah, I don't really like that joke or whatever, but, like, when you really are, like, mad about it, mm-hmm. like, for, for example, right? They said that, oh, I didn't like the way he said that he's not a victim, but yet he portrayed the victim when he was talking about Will Smith, saying that Will Smith was picking on him and knew that he could beat him up because he can't fight or whatever it is, right? But he's making a joke out of the particular situation. So how can you be literal when this man is putting on a comedy special? It's literally a comedy special. So he's trying to get some type of humor out of the situation, right? So him saying that he's picking on somebody smaller than him, that's some humor in it, correct? It's not being real. Right, pretty much. It's humor. So I I don't really understand why people, but again, he named it selective outrage for a reason. Because in our society, people love to be offended for no reason. They just Mm want to be offended, Mm -hmm. right? And it came (laughs) out that Will Smith himself was offended. (laughs) <laughs> and disappointed and sad about what happened. Oh, really? Really? Oh. Well, oh. I'll be honest with you. The only part that I thought that people may get crazy about is when he called her a bitch. I, I think that was fair game. Which I do think, I believe it was fair game, but I figured like some yeah. group of women somewhere nah, nah, you're right. say something. And, and Fang is completely right, right? Because with selective outrage, you have people that would be like, oh, well, I don't like the way he said that because I don't associate myself as being that, right? Mm-hmm. So he calls that individual that and you now associate yourself with that, right? But he's not talking about you. So it's very selective because sometimes they can be able to joint themselves up with certain mm-hmm. issues, right? But in certain other issues where a, a girl is out there wilding or they got an OnlyFans or they're doing something crazy, oh, no, no, I'm not, I don't do that. But it, that's your people. Right, so you so how can you align with them here, but you're not gonna align with them here, right? right? Yeah. It's selective. It's selective. Bullshit. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, Chloe. So you know, for me, it's like 
I liked it. I think he I think he executed it well. I think it was it was um it was probably the 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 best ether moment in comedy in some time. I ain't gonna lie to you. Like I, I can't remember another one that that has happened like that, honestly. I mean, marketing wise, he did it perfectly. Yeah. Because everybody expected him to have a huge outrage right after this right. event happened. But he saved it for Netflix. Yeah. He got paid it made, for it. it. Made twenty million of it. Absolutely, twenty million dollars. Right. Yeah, made twenty million. I'm gonna instead of me suing your ass, mm-hmm. right? I'm gonna I'm gonna make a Netflix special and milk it until the last ten minutes, and I'm gonna make twenty right. million. But then, like, keep in keep in mind, he made more money yeah. than he's ever probably made stand up in years. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So it's. It worked out, bro. No, it, it definitely worked his out. His team, salute to them. They, Shout, they shouts to Chris Rock. Shouts to Chris Rock. I, I enjoyed the special. I, I loved the last 10 minutes, honestly, because him him giving Will Smith the business, it was, it was beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. I think the show was, I mean, for me, right? Waiting a year, I would probably be like, yo, I want to see the whole show for Will Smith, right? Or watch all the uh, content should have been on Will Smith. Right. Although, he did name it Selective, whatever it was. Outrage. Selective Outrage. And he did mention moments that is very true. Um, but I wanted to see him go in a little bit more. Yeah. Like, like for, for me, I ain't gonna lie to you. Like, I think Chris Rock handled this whole thing aces. I really do. Because to have somebody... Slap you on TV. We're just we're not talking about you know local TV, syndicated TV. We talk about Masses. international TV where the world is watching, right? And um, and another man smacks you. Like for me, I would have took it in stride when it happened, right? But every time I saw Will Smith after that, it was up. Mm-hmm. Like seriously, if he was. If he was at brunch, it's up. If I see you at a at a at a gathering, it's up. Every time I see you, it's up after that. But think about it. Will Smith knew who he was doing it to. Of course. He wouldn't do, he wouldn't have done that to 50. He wasn't gonna do that to Ricky Gervais. Right. He knew he was doing it to. You clown for that. Right. And that's he, why that's, and that's why it went the way it did. Facts. Because everybody knew he was a clown. So it was like I uh, slapped Chris Rock. Yeah, like, exactly. You're a clown for that. And just like what Chris Rock said, you mad at me because of what your wife did to you, right? Like, think about that. That was you mad at me for what bar. your wife did to you. Your wife exposed you. Like your wife did this to you. She put you on Front Street and told y'all business out there. Had you crying on TV. And it wasn't even his wife. It was Tupac. <laughs> so, you think, so you think it was the ghost of Tupac that Completely. came out? The ghost of Tupac. Yo. So what's really going on? So she might have did a seance before and the, and the spirit of Tupac came. Hey. She's very spiritual. Hey. She's very spiritual. The fingers is ours, Tupac. Man, damn. That's everybody there, yeah. bro. Just think, I mean, just think about it, though. Your friend, your son's friends come over to hang out. Hey, hey I'm going to make you some snacks. And next thing you know, he's. <laughs> hey, Ma, you got the Sunny D? Right, sure right, do. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, dude. Time to blow your back. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. 
you know the the the, the, the old school traditional porn seed, right? She's in she's in she's in the kitchen, right? Oh, the pipes need cleaning. Hey honey. <laughs> you want some cookies? Right. Cookies and milk. Yeah, you, you want cookies you want, and cream. You don't get dark. Hey. You can get darker though. Uh, yeah. She'd be like, I don't want no cookies. You but I'll give you some <laughs> this guy, I can't with him. Yo, I can't with him. You know how he knows, Pac? Because mm. after he smashed, he's gay now. Wow! wow. <laughs> so Pac oh. went into yeah, went to the, went to the went to the homie, and then jumped out on the homie. Pole. Wait, <laughs> y'all better cut. Hey, yo, wait, what, wait, where are we going? Where are we going? Where are we going? We're talking Patrick Swayze stuff. We're talking ghosts. Where are we going? We. Who's talk, pushing talk the change under the yeah. door? Yeah. Well, let's, 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 let's unpack this a little bit. All right, so I understand what you're saying here, Claude. I'm with you. So, so they have the seance before, right? He goes, he goes into, he, he goes, he goes into Jada, right? Well, he goes, well, he goes into the kid first, right? Smashes Jada, and then the ghost of Tupac goes into Jada, and then he's the one that has the red table talk, and then he exposes Will Smith. Yo, that's crazy. That's crazy. Because he hated Will Smith the whole Facts. time. Because yeah. at the end of the day, that's still Pac's woman. Hey! Yep. Wow, bro. Your tin hat don't fit him. Yo, I'm wearing it today. I'm wearing it today. I'm wearing it today. Got to trust the process like the access. It took a while. It took a while to get trust there, but I'm wearing it. I'm wearing it. I'm definitely wearing it. Um, After the break, we're going to talk some NFL talk. Yo, it's your man DJ G Money for that Flip the Script podcast. Yeah, 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 we in the studio right now. Flip shut up. Yeah. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, listen. Shout out to the All Even podcast. My oh, man Barry oh, Grant Jr. Whoa, whoa, What's up, whoa, man? Whoa, whoa, whoa. What happened? What you, you want to say to the people? Shout out to somebody else's podcast? Yeah, don't make it What's up? All Even. All Even podcast. Yo, it ain't even up here, boy. <laughs> we put this girl's stuff in. All Even. Yo, you. Oh, my God. What's up with you, man? Now, you got to ask a shout out. You keeping this? Yeah, keep all that. <laughs> you want to jump in the camera? Yeah, all that. All in the podcast, right? All the Chicago Bears have traded the number one overall pick for this year's draft to the Carolina Panthers. They have traded, well, Panthers, they get the number one and they traded the number nine pick, the number 61 pick, 2024 first round pick, and the 2025 second round pick, and also DJ Moore is a part of the trade. So the Bears got a nice haul. Um, as well as the Panthers got a nice haul, and I think that the Panthers are not done. They're saying that they may want to trade out of that number one, go down a couple of spots, so they can be able to to dictate which quarterback they really want. So they're they're making some moves right now. So, Paris, what are your thoughts on you know the Bears making this trade, the Panthers moving up to possibly get their guy? Because over the last few seasons. They were in the Aaron Rodgers watch. They wanted him. They wanted Matt Stafford. They wanted Deshaun Watson. They wanted all of these guys. And now that they finally are going to have their guy. So, you know, kudos to the Panthers for maintaining the the aggressiveness 
and, you know, stay in the course of, we're going to get our guy eventually. You know what I'm saying? They didn't give up. So, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, I think the Bears won this trade. Okay. From both sides. They finally have their wide receiver won. You don't have to rely on Chase Claypool next week, next right. year because he's absolutely trash. <laughs> uh, Be nice, Wouldge. He's a quiet, yeah. eh? nice guy, I could eh? see this is a bold prediction. Justin Fields will be in a top five candidate for MVP next year. Wow. That's definitely a bold prediction. That's my prediction. I haven't even seen the man complete 10 passes yet. <laughs> <laughs> man, complete 10 passes, you'll go from that to MVP. I mean, listen, I, 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 I you want to see him get better. He can't be any worse than what he was as a rookie, right? Like, you yep. obviously, like Jalen Hurts, he was bad as a rookie. He made the, the improvements year two, obviously year three. So, we're going to hopefully see that that same see that progression, progression with, with Justin Fields. So, I like the fact that both of these teams made a deal. I think, like you said, you know, you think the Bears won. I think both teams won. I think um, it's, it's, a, it's a great situation for both teams. The Bears have their quarterback. There was no need for them to have this pick. You know what I mean? You weren't going to draft another quarterback. You, right. could, you could probably take the defensive lineman, right? But were they really going to do that? I don't know. So them being at nine, I think it gives them a little bit more flexibility in regards to what they want to do with their roster. They can then use that nine pick and maybe trade back again and get more assets. So there's a lot of things that the Bears can do at this point. Glow, what you got? I don't know. Okay, great. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if... The Panthers get their guy. Who's he going to throw to? You trade all the majority of your offensive well, I mean, assets. I'm sure that they have. They, they still have a lot of, of picks in this in this in this draft, so they can be able to go get themselves an outside weapon. I'm sure they have some money in free agency. They could probably get you know they can probably get a Juju uh, on on the market. There's some other guys that they can be able to get. So you I know, think I Juju. Think, I think Juju's going back to Kansas City. Possible, possible. Mm-hmm. But but you know they have. What I'm saying is that the Panthers, they have options. They, they have a lot of options because if you're going to have a rookie quarterback, obviously you're going to need the strength of that offensive line. They have a decent running game already um, with, with, with Deontay Foreman. Um, so if they get an outside weapon, I think they, their weapons are not bad. They're just young. They have young receivers on that team. So who's to say that those kids don't make the step from year one to year two and get better? That's true. So, um, you know, I, I, I like it, man. I, I, I like the, the fact that the Panthers are, are doing this. I think Bryce Young is the guy. You know, I'm hearing some stuff about CJ Stroud and stuff like that, but I think Bryce Young, if they're gonna if you're gonna take them one, you gotta take Bryce Young. You have to take Bryce Young because he's the no doubt um number one draft pick this year. I also think that guys like Thielen that are out there, it's not a bad pickup. You got a lot of wide receivers that are Getting cut. Even I'll take Braxton Barrios over there just to have a uh, slot guy that could just pick up. I think Barrios Barrios makes more sense than Thielen because Thielen wants to go to a contender. Mm. So he's not going to some, you know, team that just has a rookie quarterback and, you know, he wants to win. Um, I think a guy like Thielen goes, thinks about the Cowboys. He thinks about the Chiefs. He thinks about the Bengals, maybe. He thinks about certain teams like that. And and because those are the teams that are. Contenders, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, maybe even a Jets. Yeah, maybe even the Jets. I think even the Jets are are, are definitely on the radar as well. Um, Buffalo, you know. So we'll see. But I, I, kudos to to the Bears and the Panthers for making this deal. I think it's it happened quickly. I I didn't think it was gonna happen this quick. You know, normally you, you see things happen like draft day, or you know, 
hours before the draft or something like that. So the fact that they got this done early, um, you know, they meant business. They definitely meant business. Moving on. Moving on. Aaron Watch. The Jets are on the clock. The Jets, <laughs> they have, you know, Jet fans, they, they're, they're out of their, their, their darkness retreats. They're they're coming out of the woodworks. They're wearing their 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 jets attire. They're putting on their hats. They're high fiving each other in the streets. They are feeling good about themselves. Finally, they can say, "Hey, we can actually have conversations about football without being embarrassed, without feeling like we're less than." We love it. Claw, how you feel? It's safe to come outside, guys. It's it cool. definitely is. Cause cool. you, listen, you have your Gotham City Football Club Jets shirt on right there. This is a players only, but oh, is, is it? Yeah. Is it? So Shout, you feel good? Shouts to Gabby, appreciate you. It. You feel very good. I feel great. So uh, Aaron, watch. Let's hear it. Well, the boys got on a plane the other day to go talk it out with Mister Rogers himself and the rest of the team and whoever they had to speak <laughs> to. And um, I came back. You know, so you know, you know how you walk out the house after that good date. You didn't walk out like, oh, we have to come back, or I got to take out another date. Like, you walked out there a little satisfied, and you had to cl- clean up house a little bit. No, yeah. Knowing that you about to close. Oh, you closed. Oh, okay. You just got to clean up some things. There's some parameters after you. Have to, you might have to go <laughs> trim the hedges. Like, go do a little something. You know what I mean? A little, little manscaping. Yeah, a little manscaping. You know what I'm saying? Just to clean up, get right, because, <laughs> yeah, it's going down. Yeah, so so for, for what I'm hearing is that the Jets, they've already negotiated the compensation they know exactly what they're going to give up for Aaron Rodgers it's just about is Aaron Rodgers going to accept this now and head to New York so I can just picture a whole bunch of people in green prancing through the streets of East Rutherford yeah you know (laughs) happy as can be yeah finally on ayahuasca yeah I love it there's going to be a lot of people in Dumbo that are fans of Aaron Rodgers Ayahuasca is definitely part of the deal. Already. <laughs> DMT all day, bro. That's bro what it changed your life. He's not even playing for the Jets. He's playing for DMT. <laughs> <laughs> it's going down, bro. I'm so excited because it puts us in the win now. Right. Completely the Jets win in the now. win now. They have a, a win now defense. The running game is good. They have good pieces on the outside. Um, everything is lined up. If they can be able to make this deal work, if he accepts it, they have a nice two-year window here where they can really make some noise. You and know what I'm saying? beautiful part is we don't have to give up a one for him. Right. Like, you thought they, they were going to give up I thought they had. Because I'm used to playing Madden and, you know, we have to sell the whole house. Right. The fact that we're taking on a contract, they can't ask for that. So, yo, know, we can give them a three and a five and a water cooler. Yeah, yo, we're good. And, and it, it might not even take that much. And the cheese head back that sauce had. Like, we'll, right. take, we'll give you the cheese head back. <laughs> They burnt that. Yeah, they burnt it. <laughs> hey, they made cheese whiz or whatever it is. The but. fact, the fact that Aaron Rodgers is is damn near sixty million dollars. It's just like yo, we're, we're not giving you no first. Right. You ain't getting no second. You you definitely not getting the third. You can take four. I give you a four and a conditional five or something like that. But you you ain't getting none of that. And and Joe Douglas gets it done. Like the one thing that we we missed out on was um Tyreek Hill, but that came down to just luxury taxes, and he didn't want to pay the taxes in New York, so that's why he went to Miami. But we would have had that. Imagine, you know what I'm saying? Like they're right. they're putting the positions to get this deal solidified, and I know it's it's happening. How do Giants fans feel if the Jets bring it home? Well, we got a couple Giants fans in the building, so let's ask. 
Well, not me. Oh. Good, good for them. I mean, listen, they've been a dumpster fire for a long time. Oh, who, you hear the shot? I like that. Uh, so, yeah, guys, get, get yours. That's fine. You work, you work through this. Silent Assassin, what are your thoughts? For me, it's like, for him, I always see him in the Green Bay, so it's going to be, if it does happen, it'll be kind of weird. Right. It's, 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 de- yeah. it's definitely going to be strange. But will he be a Brett Favre 2.0 as a Jet? Uh, I what, mean, what, what Brett Favre? to be fair, to be fair to Brett Favre, <clears throat> yo, he was, when he got there, the Jets were the best team in the AFC through, through 11 games. They were 8-3, and three, then he tore the quad or the, the tricep, and that was it. Right, and he sent the dick pic to, and, and then he said, "Yeah, right." All in the same week. All, all in the same week. <laughs> a rich so, like, but think about it. You take, you, like you take your arm up. You look. Yeah, I like that guy. You know? <laughs> he got time on his hands now, right? I sent a lot of dick pics in my time. I got nothing but time. <laughs> right, I still send dick pics. Oh gosh, yo! I really do. I still send it. HR. <laughs> Relax. Relax. Um, but yeah, I, I think I think the Jets, you know, they and they said that. They're going to give him all the time that he needs. Because, of course, why are you going to rush him? Hey, 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 listen. No. It's not this year. Right, I just want, you know, you, 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 take, you take the girl out on a nice day. You, you show all this stuff. He's like, listen, you know, I'm serious about you. I want to make this work. I like you. But take all the time you need. He's my number. The choice you is yours. Me. You know what I mean? Turn up. Right, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You call me. Serenade him. You know what I mean? Like, so, so when you leave there, she's going to be like, yo, that was fire. He got his mushrooms. That's he, how Aaron Rodgers feels right now. He's different. Yeah. Right. Aaron Rodgers is like, ooh, the Jets yo, are different. That's how you right set there. the mood. You go in there. He smells like, and mind smells you, good Right. And mind you, you know? Aaron Rodgers is that type of guy where he likes to be wooed. Right? He did it with the Packers for a few years. Please, Aaron, come back. Please, we need you. Please. That's what he likes. He likes to be fawned over. So the fact that the Jets went on a private plane, had Woody Johnson, you know, he said, listen, hey, we taking a whole, the, the, don't worry about the, 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 the vaccine. You know, we're we not bringing that with us. We're not bringing that. We're not bringing the Johnson and Johnson. We're not going to have those conversations. We're going to talk about some other stuff. Right? They brought, they brought the whole contingent over there to talk to Aaron Rodgers. They brought the playbook. Yeah. That's what they bought. So, you know, he liked that. He liked that. He left. He left feeling good. Feeling mm-hmm. good about himself. So um, I hope to see it. I hope the Jets in the next few days get their quarterback, and Jets fans are happy, and you know Patriots fans are miserable about it, like Paris Campbell. Hoorah! <laughs> the Patriots will never be the same. I mean, they got Mac Jones. I like that guy. Who? They'll never Mac be the who? same. Yeah, Mike Jones is good. Exactly, Mike Jones. I said Mac. I said Mac. You Jones. said Mike. No, I said Mac Jones. I, I, I would never. Mac who? Mess up his name. It's my guy. His name is Michael McCarkle Jones. <laughs> All right. My guy. Um, moving on. Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson is in a conundrum, y'all. Big and the conundrum. reason why is because, you know, I don't I don't pocket watch people, right? If you going you want to get your bag, get your bag. Whatever that is, is what it is. But in this situation, I think he's bidding against himself because the Ravens have offered him several contracts. They want Lamar. They like Lamar. They want him as their franchise quarterback, right? 
But if we're constantly giving you contract after contract after contract, hey, Lamar, here's this, here's, and the, the reports are saying that you're $100 million apart, at some point, you as the organization or whatever it is, the other side of the negotiation is going to say, all right, go out there and go see what the market dictates for you, and then you can come back to us if you want to, Right? So basically, that's what the Ravens did. They went ahead and gave him the non-exclusive franchise tag, which allows him to look for another deal. He can sign an offer sheet, and now the team has a right to either match it or let him go. If they let him go, they get two first-round picks as compensation. The other team gets the quarterback, right? There's no offers out here for him. There's no teams that are bidding for Lamar Jackson. Why? Me and Claw had a conversation about this the other day. Is that I heard this collusion word where people are like, oh, it's collusion. This this don't look right. This don't smell right. Most of those people that say that don't know what a non-exclusive tag is. It's just like in basketball. You can be a restricted free agent after your rookie deal, right? That doesn't mean that you're a free agent. That means that the team still owns the chance to have your rights. You can go ahead and go sign an offer deal, uh, offer sheet, and the team has a right to match it, mm-hmm. right? So most of the times you see restricted free agents in basketball, their teams don't really aggressively chase them because they feel like they're doing the dirty work for the team, right? In this situation, all these other teams, these football teams, feel like they're doing the Ravens' dirty work. Why am I going to go ahead and offer him a great deal that works for us? And then you're going to see, oh, that is a good deal. That works for us too. Let's sign that tag. Let's let, let, let's sign that sheet and, and, and he's back with the Ravens. Right. So now we did all the work. We don't get the quarterback. So this is why there's no movement because he has a non-exclusive tag. No team wants to take that risk of not getting the player. That's what it is. That's one. The other part of this is that he wants a fully guaranteed contract. There's only two times in the history of football that that's happened. Deshaun Watson, recently, and Kirk Cousins. And the two guaranteed contracts that Kirk Cousins signed with the, the Minnesota Vikings, they don't equate to $230 million. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's way less than that. You're using the Deshaun Watson deal as the the checkpoint or the gold standard. The Browns jumped out the window because they wanted the player. That's not the norm. You've seen other quarterbacks sign deals after that. Russell Wilson signed a deal after that. Um, Who who else? You have Derek Carr that signed a deal after that. There's many quarterbacks that have signed deals after that point. None of them have guaranteed contracts. So for Lamar to ask for that is unreasonable in my opinion. It is. I ain't going to pocket watch, but it's unreasonable because nobody is giving that money because an owner in football 
They all were mad when that happened because it's like, all right, you give him the guaranteed contract. Now what's going to happen to us? We got to do the same thing? Right. So when, when, the, when the Cleveland Browns did that, every other owner was tight. They were mad. Makes sense. It, it, it makes all the sense in the world. So all that collusion talk, I, anytime I hear that, you know, it's, it's people that just don't understand what they're talking about in regards to what it is. They don't understand the parameters. They don't understand what a non-exclusive tag is. They don't understand what's actually going on here. Because the Ravens want the quarterback, but he wants a guaranteed contract. They're not going to give him that. And at some point, he's going to have to make a decision to say, I may not be getting that, that, that big bag. Maybe I take a short deal and see what the market dictates for me in another three or four years. The crazy thing is, like, Lamar is actually negotiating himself. Got no agent. It's, it's nobody negotiating yeah, for him. There's no middleman. To let him know, like, yo. Right. That's like, right. I understand that you want this money, but 100%. it's just not feasible. It doesn't right, make right. sense. Good, good point. Good point. I've seen it work for Bobby Wagner. Him. It worked for Bobby Wagner for a couple of years. And then, if when there's no buffer, there's no relationship. It's tough. Yeah, there's right. no buffer. It, it, it feels more personal. It's more yeah. personal. Yeah. It's definitely more personal. And there's no... He about to say, give me my ball back. Yeah, basically. I'm going home. <laughs> or, yeah. So it's rough. So that that that's what it is, man. It's like you know, I I, I feel for the kid, but it, it's it's just like in basketball. I, I don't like to compare the two sports, but there's certain things that I can bring up that make sense. When Rudy Gobert got traded in the summer, and the T Wolves traded like 15 picks for him, right? That's Rudy Gobert. Who's trading 15 picks for right. Rudy Gobert, right? You do that for Kevin Durant. You do that for LeBron. You do that for Giannis and Luca. You, do, you don't do that for Rudy Gobert. You don't do that for that bum, right? But what that happened, what that did was it screwed up the market. Because every other team is like, okay, well, if Rudy went for that, then what is Kevin Durant going to go for? What is this guy going right. to go for? So I want, if Rudy got seven, I want, I want ten picks. Like, you know what I mean? So, and people are like, no, that's not happening. <laughs> and look what ended up happening uh, in regards to Kevin Durant, what, what he got traded for. There, there was no nine picks that he got traded for because the market went back to normal. The Deshaun Watson contract is not the norm. So you cannot use that as a talking point. Can't. Uh, he can go ahead and shoot your shot, but it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. So. Damned if you do, damned if you don't. Yeah. I feel bad for the kid, but like I said, it's it's one of those situations where he's really going to have to look inward and say, all right, I may not, not want to be on this team anymore, but whatever team I do negotiate with, I have to call them and let them know that, all right, let's not talk about the guaranteed money anymore. Let's not talk about fully guaranteed. Let's see how close I can be able to get to whatever the, the next best contract is out there. Well, that's why he needs the agent. That's why he needs the agent. I agree. I agree. I definitely agree. Or needs Maverick. He needs he needs somebody. You know, because whatchamacallit, uh what's my man name? That that runs Clutch Sports. Um what, what's the dude's name? He just got he just got engaged with Dell. Oh Brown Boy? Yeah. I don't know his name. Rich Paul. Yeah, Rich. Rich Paul. Yeah, Rich Paul. He just got engaged with Dell. Word? Made the jackpot boy. Word? Cashed out. Yo. Yeah, he been with her for a while. Word. I like Adele. I like the like the attitude of like women on the other side of the world. Across the pond. It's just different. It's the accent. Uh, no, it's not even it's just it's the accent. They're aggressive. 
They were aggressive. Got I like that aggressive back women. Blowing and she was like, "What's up? We together or not?" <laughs> you gotta relax. You gotta relax. Right, HR. <laughs> HR. HR. Um, like Russians. Oh man, I would love a Russian. Yo. Yeah. So after the break, we're gonna talk about some NBA stuff. Got Powell's jersey retirement. Kendrick Perkins jumped out the window. Crazy. Ah, after break. <laughs> Yo, this is Cigar Jensen Gals. I want to give a shout out to my boy Barry for leaving podcast. Keep doing your thing, bro. Killing it. Welcome back, y'all. Um, let let's unpack this. All right, we we have a nice melting pot of people in the room, so this is a perfect way, perfect topic to talk about. Kendrick Perkins. Kendrick Perkins is a co-host on the ESPN show First Take. Stephen A. Smith, you know, J.J. Uh, Reddick is frequent on that show as well. And there was this debate, there's this constant debate talking about Nikola Jokic because he's the current leading candidate for the NBA's MVP at this point. And he's the two-time reigning MVP already. So if he wins this year, he will be the first three-time-in-a-row winner of the MVP since Larry Bird back in the 80s, right? Kendrick Perkins has been saying some stuff about Nikola Jokic that, you know, he's not even top 10 in scoring. You know, he's kind of stat-padding to get these triple-doubles, and then... He was making some conversations, or he was making some a take about <laughs> Chewbacca. Yeah, that's that's Tiger upstairs. Uh, he was making some. He was made a statement about white players being more favored when they're on the actual ballot to get the MVP award, and JJ Reddick wasn't having it. Got on the show and was like, "Look, bro." I appreciate what you're saying. Uh, I like the show, but are you saying that 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 you know people are racist in regards to voting for the MVP and blah blah blah? And so let's unpack it. Is there a bit of racism in regards to selecting the MVP for sports? Regardless, if we're talking about basketball, let's just isolate the basketball. I never noticed it. That's a reach, bro. Yeah, that's huge. That's, that's yeah, that's a everything is a. So if people are voting for a person to win. That it is what it is. It's a vote, right? Like it has not. So I can't blame it on race or anything. But if more people are voting, voting, they're just voting. You got to get out there and vote. I mean, but it's not. It's not for the people. So you know, mm-hmm. it's 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 the writers, right? So it's the writers that they're the ones that actually are voting for the MVP, right? How many of them are actually watching? Sorry about that. I mean, they're supposed to be watching it, so you would you would hope that they're actually watching the product. But what do you what do you think about X Men? I see no racism at all because if that was the case, you wouldn't see Giannis, LeBron, Kobe, and all these greats winning. You'd be seeing guys like Dirk Nowitzki and Steve Nash in the last couple of years winning it every year. I mean, they do have three MVPs between them. Yeah, but yeah. Good player. I mean, good player is a good player, bro. Exactly. The right. numbers don't lie. The yeah, thing is, basketball. I, I, I mean, like Jokic right now, elite. He's averaging a triple double. Right. 
And the last guy to do that was Westbrook. Right. And when he did it, didn't he win MVP? No. No? All right. So that might. See, the thing is, that that's that's where the conversation is going to lead now for me, right? We can go ahead and move on from Kendrick Perkins' wild take because he's just, it's, it's clickbait. It's pretty much clickbait. And if he thinks that way, then, bruh, like, you, you, you doing the, you got the wrong job. You know what I'm saying? It's not, I, I, I understand what he meant, but he didn't articulate it in a way that makes sense. Um, he's basically saying that the, the, the white guys that have been voted MVP have not had impressive seasons to be voted MVP. To be voted MVP. So, that's the problem, right? Is that when Steve Nash won back-to-back MVPs, he was on the best team, right? But he didn't put up the best stats. Steve Nash wasn't a 20-point scorer. He was a great shooter. He was a 50-40-90 guy. Led the league in assists, right? That counts. But he wasn't an oppressive scoring machine, right? Normally, right. guys that are, you know, the last guy that really won the MVP as a point guard is not really a big scorer, Magic Johnson, right? You know, guys scores 18, 19 points a game, 13 assists, can have the triple-double, you get that. When you look at Steve Nash's numbers in the years that he won the MVP, it's like, eh. People were saying that Kobe should have won the MVP one year. They should have said LeBron should have won it another year. They should have said they said Shaq could have won it in one of those two years as well. So I understand that, right? Right. Then when Dirk won it, Dirk had the best the, the I think the um I think they had the best record in the league at that time. Sixty seven to fifteen the Mavs did, right? So, okay, MVP, right? My thing is, what is the criteria? For MVP. That's right. the question. Because if it continuously changes, then what is the criteria? Because for me, when I think about most valuable player, it's exactly that. Right? Mm-hmm. Let's think about any type of situation. If you have somebody who runs the entire business, right? And that person is no longer there. Is that business going to function the same way? It won't, right? Because the person that runs it the best is not there anymore. Most valuable. This person is valuable. In like you can't replace him. That's what the MVP should be. Well, I also think it it should be based off it should be a combination of your stats and your value to and, the team. And how exactly your value to the team. Because like if you weren't on this team, and now you're here, and we're doing great. Then, then how can you be the MVP? That's the pro- That's the thing that I. That, that's the problem that I have right. because they have changed the MVP award, and they've been doing this for decades. The best team has the best player, so the best player on the best team is the most valuable. I don't think that no. that's necessarily true. The year that Westbrook won, and I'm going to talk about your particular point, Paraskevis, is that. When Westbrook won the MVP, he averaged a triple-double. If it wasn't for him, that team would have won 19 games. He literally was the most valuable player for his team and for the league. 
Because if it wasn't for his particular heroics, they wouldn't have made the playoffs. They were a sixth seed that year, and he won the MVP. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. When Kobe averaged 35 a game and got the, got the Lakers to the, to, the, to the playoffs as a seventh seed, it made sense to, 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 to kind of give him the award. They didn't give it to him. They gave it to Nash. But you can understand that, okay, this guy literally had to average 40 to get his team to the playoffs. That should put you in the take. That should put you in the conversation of most valuable. Not if you're on the best team, because we've seen in situations where a guy that's that's uh, up for most valuable player, he misses a few games, and the team don't miss a beat. They don't miss a beat. Right. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Misses 20 games. I remember there was a year that Giannis missed like 10 games. Bucks are still, Bucks are still dominating. They're still beating everybody up. So it's like, okay. So what makes it valuable? Like, what is the criteria? I would love for them to have a criteria. Like, what is it? What is it? Right. They, they at least need to release it to the fans yeah. so that we have a better understanding. So that, like, so when that you pick no this person, right. we can't say, well, why the hell did you pick this person? Because, the, the, and the thing is, too, they, they like to use a lot of advanced stats now. PR and all these advanced other analytic stats. And it's like, yeah. Fans don't care about none of that nonsense. Like it's about what makes sense. What am I looking at? Because for the last three seasons, I keep it honest with you, Jokic is good, right? I'm not gonna say that he's not good, but Embiid's better. Yeah, Embiid's better. Embiid is a dominant big man that can score at every particular phase, outside shooting, mid range. He can, he, he can score inside. He has the defense, right? Yeah. The Sixers were one of the best teams in, in the in the Eastern Conference last year, were they not? Yep. Weren't they either one or two last year? Yes. And he didn't win MVP. You know you know where the, the, the Nuggets finished last year? Sixth. Hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it doesn't make sense because it's not consistent. Right. Because if that's the case, if you're going to give somebody the MVP award and he finished sixth, his team finished sixth, then why has West, Why does Westbrook only have one MVP? Listen, I don't think it comes it down to... Uh, listen, I don't think it comes down to race, to be honest with you. No, it has nothing to do with race. But to rule that out, we just need to know the criteria. That's what I'm saying, exactly. That's, that, cool. that's my thing, is that if, it, if you're going to give it to him this year... And his team finished sixth. Then why doesn't Westbrook have more MVPs? If the if the triple double is such a right. such a crazy stat for you, that's the problem that I'm having because he's gonna go ahead and win three straight, and LeBron doesn't have three straight. Duncan doesn't yeah. have three straight. Kevin Garnett doesn't have three straight. There's so many great players. Shaq only has one MVP in his career. So we're gonna say that Jokic is now. More acclaimed than Shaquille O'Neal in regards to MVPs? Not even close. Doesn't make sense. So for me, 
going forward, the MVP award doesn't really mean much. Right. It's just an it's a it's a regular season award that should just be looked at as that. Right. It should not be held in any high acclaim or anything. It's like just, a playoff MVP is more right. Finals MVP right, finals I think MVP. is more important than regular right. season MVP in my opinion. Because it the just, way they vote is just like the Hall of Fame system. It makes it makes no it's sense. It's like random players get in. So yeah, it's just like with baseball. You're gonna tell me because they did roids, right? McGuire, Bonds, Clemens, they don't deserve. They don't to get deserve in. to get in. Exactly. Meanwhile, they do. Doesn't make sense. Doesn't, I, I I agree. So that that's my thing. I'm not gonna hate on Jokic. If he wins it, he wins it. But it's like I would just like to know what the criteria is. Like just keep it consistent. Keep it consistent. Because to me, what it looks like is that there's a narrative push. We haven't had a three straight MVP since the '80s. Why not Jokic? Right. That's what it looks like to me, and that's that's where I think Kendrick Perkins was trying to go, but he wasn't articulate enough to be able to say that. He's like, hey, well, I think I I, I particularly think that. I, let's just, <laughs> <laughs> shut up! Like, what are you talking about? JJ Reddick took him to tax, bro. It was great. I did not say that. I did. I did. Okay, shut up. I was stating the facts. Right. I was stating the facts. I was stating the fact. No, you weren't. <laughs> Your opinion is not based in fact. Right. It's an opinion. Right. Fool for thought. <laughs> Move. Moving on. Um. Zion. <laughs> Oh, I wanted to think about it before because I, I just don't... I feel bad for the kids. So, um, Zion Williamson, over the last three seasons, you want to know how many games he's averaged in the NBA? Twelve? No, six. More than that. Okay, so you have six. How many you got? It's 28. Okay, you've you seen it. It's 28 games. There's 82 games in a season, and he's averaged 28 games. Now, for me, if I'm an organization and this is my big asset, I'm going to sit him down and say, listen, bro, we love you. We want you to be the cornerstone of our franchise. We think that you could be the face of the league, but you got to lose some fucking weight. Bro. I was just about to say that. You can't, he definitely, be, you can't be hovering around at 300 pounds. He definitely right? looked like he gained weight. And that's why he keeps getting injured. Like right, lose the, the weight. Is, the body. He he's a big guy, right? But he's a he's a he's plays above the rim. He's right. not Charles Barkley. He's not any of those guys. He's a dunker. He's very athletic. Very athletic. Those particular things wear on your joints. But didn't it? I thought that was part of the terms of it when is. he came it's in back contract. before. In his but, contract. but that the, was the first. But the contract part. is. The, 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 the restrictions or the requirements is that he has to be below 295. They need to say you need to be below 265. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. 290. What, what no, other basketball player is 295? What other basketball player is 295? No one. Bodies, people. Like, I've always yeah. thought about this. What if he doesn't want to play with New Orleans? What if this is that, his, that this is, is this is t he's doing this to get his ticket out? We've we've heard some rumors that he's not a big fan of the Pelicans, right? That he's not a big fan of New Orleans. He he wants to go play with his boy in New York. He wants to he wants to play with RJ. Yeah. So I mean, but even still, 
if you're a Nick fan or you're the Nick, you're the Nick front office, that's concerning. Oh, absolutely. Because you're gonna look at that and be like, "All right, cool. He may be playing his way out, but what if he's not?" And then we go ahead and get him, and now we have this three hundred pound headache. Hmm. Right. And mind you, he's gonna be in New York. Eddie Curry, two point. A lot of good food here. A lot of good food here. We got everything here. You, you know what I'm saying? Put it into it's the not contract. just it's not just gumbo and jambalaya over here. You feel what I'm saying? So that right. That's the that's the, right. See that other sleeves, right? You can, you can just get everything anytime. Being cafeteria. So, so that's the problem is that for him, he really has to look in the mirror and say, "I got to do something about this because the weight. Yeah. I think the added weight is causing." is slowing down his progress in regards to making his body heal. Well, too heavy. I don't think that that is conducive to healing. True shit got there. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> anybody has any thoughts on John Morant? Um, That's point, my thought. Ugh, blew it. Yeah, he's an idiot. Nothing? John Morant? Yeah. More like Ja Rule. <laughs> John Moran has is like one of the top youngest players in the league, and the things he's doing right now, it's like, bro, why? I think it's it's, it's a circle that's making him do this. Everybody's everybody's portraying the father being he, him being the ringleader of why he's acting like this. But it's every all the crowd. You have them fighting with Shannon Sharp. You have them fighting with a bunch of other people. Like or, them. or. Or it's actually what I think is that this is who he is. Mm. I don't think so. I think so. I think that, I don't know, I feel like he's trying too hard to show that this is, that this is him. Mm-hmm. Most people who act like that don't act like that for public business. Really? I beg to differ I, I, I because so. here's the thing about John Morant that people don't know. Here's the thing about people that here's the thing about John Morant that people don't know, right? John Morant wasn't heavily recruited in high school. He's from South Carolina. He's a great player, but he wasn't heavily recruited. He was very skinny, he was very lanky and wiry. Got a scholarship late, and the rest is history, right? He was not highly touted like a Zion, like a LeBron, like a Kobe. The, all of these things weren't there for him to prepare himself of how to behave, being the guy, right? Okay. So for him, acting like how he acts is normal for him because there was no there was no checking. There was no G-checking for him. Hey, listen, you got to start cleaning this up. You got to start cleaning up your circle because you're about to be who you're going to be, Right? Nobody saw that. So for him, all of this is new, right? He got on the scene. Nobody, any of you that follow basketball, I know none of y'all knew who John Moran was until he got drafted, no. right? And that's, that's exactly what it is. So because of that, a kid like that is going to continue to do what he does, is behave the way he does in whatever circle or whatever environment he grew up in. You understand what I'm saying? Now he has money. And he never got a chance to be able to kind of progress and learn how it actually works, how to be the now the leader of the of the house, the the the, the guy that's the breadwinner that has to be responsible for everybody. That's not something that he had to take on. So for him now, 
being the face of the league, right, or one of the faces of the league, the young faces of the league, there's more pressure on him now that he never had to deal with before, right? He has a big $230 million contract now. He has a big Nike contract now. He has Gatorade. He has all of these other things that people are just throwing money at him. He's never had to experience this level of pressure before in his life. So now he's starting to, th- those, those bad characteristics that he grew up with and never right. had to correct, they're now spilling out, right? He's now having fights with 17-year-olds. He has his team coming up to, to games and putting F-beams on the other team. He's, going, he's, he's, he's talking to people on Twitter and people are trolling him and then he's asking them, oh, you want to know what a hollow tip feels like? Nobody who isn't about that says that. Okay, so he, and was, this, never, he right. was never one of those people who everyone knew he was going to make it out of the hood. Correct. He was a ball player Correct. and all that stuff. Oh, okay, right. He never got... I, pre- I, I, he, I didn't know that. He, he probably... Well, he probably... Like, well, I'm saying... Listen, I don't know for fact. I'm just saying that it, it looks like he wasn't protected. Like how most touted mm-hmm. stars... Are protected in the hood. And the funniest thing about that situation is Stephen Adams had a players only meeting, and he walked out. Yeah, he Stephen Adams called a players only meeting, and Stephen Adams was only talking about one person. But obviously, he doesn't want to single out the star, right. so he's just making a general conversation. John knows exactly who he's talking about, and John walks out. Well, you gotta understand, like like you said, to touch on the same subject you're talking about, there was no grooming. No. At all. You know, like, PR teams, we get together. All right, this is how we got to right. do this. We got to attack this way, that way, this right. way. But if you, I don't know if you ever noticed. You ever watch his father? His father's his best friend. Right. And it seems like he just condones everything right. he does. Exactly. And I, I'm not going to throw shade at the father, right? I don't know... I don't know how he how they grew up. I don't know what, what, what the background is, right? He's there. He's supportive of his son. You know, people are, people want to be critical of him. I'm not going to go there. Because at this point, John Moran's a 24-year-old kid. Or man, right? He's not a kid anymore. He's a man. He's young enough to be able to figure it out. But he's not young enough to lose it all. Were there any... Um, when John Morant was in college, there were no reports like that at all? Not one? No. I think, I think when so he was, that's not that why know, not that we know of. That's why it leads me to believe he wasn't like that. Now he's starting to get like that because there would have been at least one. If not, guys, no matter if he was the big name player, they all knew that. Not necessarily. Have you guys ever small name player, big name player? When your name is in the news with the police station, they'll be able to dig up something. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Like anything. It can be anything. Oh, uh, uh, you know, fight at the gas station and they bring that up. They haven't brought up anything. Like, Well, maybe that's why everyone was staying away from them. That's why this, he was never publicized. But it's, you know? it's, you know, what it comes down to, too, is like, I mean, he's in Memphis. That's a certain market that it is what it is out right. there. The same thing is, too, is like, is who's around you? You know what I'm saying? Like. Mm-hmm. We talked about one time you saying about checking in and having people around you and 
you can have that guy behind you that's maybe the man in, in Memphis or whatever you from that he, he ain't letting you out of his sight and he's gonna let you do what you feel you can do because you feel you can get away with it now right and if he's young and he's probably younger than you or whatever the case is he might have that influence that you may think you have that that's why certain rappers always try to be the street guy but the real street guy is making sure that a rapper doesn't get touched exactly in this situation you trying to emulate what what you're around and that's gonna probably gonna cost you your bag. And then you'll realize how hard it is trying to get that back when nobody else is entertaining it anymore. Right. I find it crazy that he supposedly pulled a gun out on a seventeen year old and Nike didn't drop him. But Adidas wanted to drop Kanye. I mean I I, I don't like to do semantic um conversations or moving goalposts conversations because the thing is with me is that no, no, it's not even it's not even a shot. It, it's more about the NBA has an image, right? They are gonna try to clean this up. If Nike is okay with it, then they're okay with it. But they are they are trying to give him some grace. We all know the situation, right? We all know what what the the sensitive things are in our society that you just can't do. We know that. We don't have to talk about it. We understand, right? But he's young enough to be able to figure out. I want to see Ja Morant get out of this and figure it out. I saw Allen Iverson go through some stuff in his past, right? I saw Carmelo Anthony go through some stuff in his past. He had to clean up his circle and really get right. So, you know, it's not too late for him. But I am somebody who, if somebody shows you who they are, believe them. Mm -hmm. Believe them until they show you otherwise. There's a good chance you might not see Jammer until 2024. <laughs> it's possible. But another thing, too, from like, not to play devil's advocate, but on the other side, like, now these kids, and I won't say kids, but these younger generations do everything on the internet. You know what I'm saying? I do accept the fact that depending on where he was and what state he was in is the reason why he didn't probably get dropped by Nike because the gun laws may be a little stri- uh, looser down there. Yeah, in South Carolina. Yeah, so... No, he was in Colorado at that time. Even still, like, I do respect the fact that, you know, I'd rather get caught with it than without it. Yeah, listen, you it's, can have it all you want. Listen, that, that That's not the argument, right? You can have it. Mm-hmm. But the problem is that you work for the NBA. The NBA mm-hmm. doesn't want to see any of their stars right. marketing firearms. Right. That's what it is. It has nothing to do with laws if it's legal or not legal. You work for me. I don't want to see you with no hammers on on on, on camera. <laughs> Period. That's where it comes down to. Like it, like and that's the thing. Like a lot of people, oh well, he didn't do anything wrong. You're not understanding. If you ha- if you're working for a Fortune 500 company and you outside smoking crack, they're going to be like, "Hey, listen. We're going to have a conversation, bro. We don't want our big CEO smoking crack. We don't want that image. Crack kills." We don't want that image. Do so that don't have hammers on, on, on TV. Right. Simple. Has nothing to do with whatever laws it is. We don't want any of our people holding guns. You are you are a you are you are a a a role model to a lot of kids. You are the next guy up. We cannot market you if you are here holding hammers. We just can't. <laughs> Period. So the NBA is li- if this was David Stern. If this was David Stern, mm-hmm. Jabba Ray would be suspended by 40 games. Right. David Stern was not playing. 
I'm surprised Moms Against Guns didn't come out. Yeah, like. what's the plan? So <laughs> after the break, we're gonna we're gonna talk some more more NBA stuff because they, they got the the Sean Kemp thing. <laughs> oh, oh, that's oh, crazy! Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Woo. After the break, he has changed the game. Whether you like it or not, he's changed it. He's impacted the game in some fashion or form. I, I'm going to find a bar mitzvah for you to go to. <laughs> and you go, you going to turn that motherfucker out. <laughs> yeah, all the gals watching. <laughs> Crack them if, if you got them. <laughs> all the gals watching. Minus, minus six. And I would like to formally welcome you to. Welcome. And welcome. And welcome. To the grid. To the grid. To the grid. To the grid. Welcome to the grid. And welcome, welcome to the, the grid. grid. Welcome to the grid. What is going on with my man Sean Kemp? Why they got my man Sean Kemp out here looking crazy? Mm. Why? So, six eleven shooter. The, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> My, <laughs> let's close this down. Um, so, so the story is that so bad actually. It started. That was that was pretty bad. Um, the story is that when the when the story broke, it said that Sean Kemp is involved in a drive-by, right? <laughs> that was the first story. So I'm like, where's Sean Kemp in a drive-by? What? <laughs> right? <laughs> so now I saw the picture. I'm like, he can't hide. All right, what are we talking about here? Like, we see him doing a motion with, with the gun. Mm -hmm. I'm like, ah, oh, okay, they got my man Sean Kemp, right? Then there's video footage that comes out where he's in a parking lot and he's pointing at somebody, right? And you hear a shot bust off. He busts off the shot, Right? So I'm like, well, this is not a drive-by. This is not a drive-by. I know what a drive-by looks like. This is not a drive-by, right? Then more footage and, and stuff comes out to say that there was things taken from him and he tracked the person down into the parking lot. He was confronting them from his car. The other person was over there and the, there was a shot that was let off from the other car and Sean Kemp sent a returning shot. That's the story. So Sean Kemp is not committing any drive-bys. He's not killing anybody. He got stuff stolen from him. He tracked the person down, and he's trying to get his stuff back. Right. So this is why there was no charges filed for him, because he was arrested on scene. And then once they find out what happened, then they dropped all the charges. So for me, what the part that I want to talk about is... Where did the hell they get the story of a drive-by from? <laughs> like, yo, you can say, all right, Sean Kemp was in an altercation and shots was, shots was let off. But you're going to use the phrase drive-by. That's media. And where did it come from? It yo, facts. Car. Thank you, Chili McFreeze. Media. Because, because no offense. No offense to my man Paris Kivas and, and the Caucasian people are here. But when the white people see it, oh, <laughs> another black and drive-by, huh? What? <laughs> What's going on here? It's crazy. I mean, it's the drive-by part. Hey, yeah, that's the, the it's the drive-by part that bothers me. No, nothing else bothers me. The drive-by part bothers me. It does. But you know what's crazy is like the cleanup doesn't get as much as 
as, as the first initial report. Yeah, yeah, like the like the screw up doesn't get as much as the. It, it never does. Anytime, anytime a a, a a newspaper or media outlet does some scandalous nonsense, and if they have to walk it back, the walk back is like some fine print that you can't find. Well, something like that is serious. I'd sue for slander. Yeah. Yeah, defamation. I mean, it's possible. I'm not a drive-by shooter. Right. I was outside of the car and I bust my right. gun. Exactly. And, and, <laughs> and, and, and mind shit. you, they busted me first. But the crazy thing is, you can't even find out who to sue. Because right. now, with media, you got all these people that want to be reporters. They're all freelancers. So yeah. it's like, yo, who do I sue? Oh, I got to find this freelancer that called the story of me and sold it to uh, the courier. Auto van riding. It's crazy. Right. Well, uh, well, if a, if a network airs it, you know, whether who, it doesn't matter who they got the information from, you aired this on national television. Oh, like Fox News? Yeah, about about me. I'm a drive-by shooter now. And Dominion? <laughs> but, yeah, but they get their shit from, like, tweets and shit. So it's like... Somebody just tweeted, yo, Sean Kim did a drive-by, right. yo. Right. Sources say. Right, yeah. sources. That's it. They covered. And then, like, yeah, like, the Twitter videos credited to, like, at Sugar Daddy 45. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hollywood Unlocked. Yeah. Right, you got your, got your information from Hollywood right. Unlocked, Shader Room. Yeah, like, some wild shit. Oh, man, like, that. that's the part that bothered me. It's like, drive-by? Really? <laughs> really? <laughs> Well, I heard Ricky. him like, what the hell is he doing? <laughs> that, exactly. I'm like, oh, come on. Like, 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 drive by, really? Thing. Imagine. Sean well, what, what, is, what, is, what is Sean Kemp into that like, he got to like, 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 do that? Yo, he gotta, my, my mind started wandering. I'm like, you know, he does have 20 kids. <laughs> OD. Blowing a lot of backs out. OD. HR, HR. <laughs> HR, relax. Um, moving on. I think we're all fans of Fred Van Vliet in this room. Fred Van Fleet did something that I think every basketball player wants to do. I, I, I've done it in my rec leagues. I, there's refs that I hate, and I tell them to their face, I don't like you. You suck at your job, and you need to do better. Well, Fred Van Fleet is, is, is $30,000 poorer today because he took to uh, the podium after the game and decided to air out Mr. Ben Taylor, the offici- the, uh, the the referee that was officiating the game that night. Um, he played the, they played the Clippers. They lost to the Clippers. And he tore into that ref and said that ref is terrible, right? So I think that this is something that, for me, when Adam Silver, you know, they, they, they find these players for these particular takes, I don't, I don't like it. Because it's the players holding the officiating uh, uh, accountable at, at some point, right? If you're bad at your job, I'm supposed to be able to tell you. Just like how any media outlet can be able to tell me as a player that I'm bad at my job. I had a str- I had a bad night. Something's going on with me. Why can't they say that to the officials? Right. I don't see. I, it should be fair game. Like when a media person says it, they yeah. get paid to do it. Exactly. If I say it, I lose money. Right. But let me ask you, dude. Do any of these uh, reporters, because I haven't heard any yet, like put the refs on blast? Not really. I mean, they'll they'll talk about it, right? They'll have conversations say, hey, the officiating was not consistent tonight or whatever it is. They don't necessarily like single out particular refs when certain things happen. Certain people do. I don't know what the actual ramifications for their, their them printing that particular thing is, but 
players can't speak on it. Refs are protected. But for me, it's like, I have no problem with you protecting the refs, but you need to, there needs to be some type of revamp in regards to how they are refereeing. The officiating has been really bad in sports Terrible. this year in general. Terrible. Like we're just we're talking about the NFL, we're talking about basketball. It has not been great. So it's like at some point there needs to be some retraining. We talk about police police retraining. Can we get some referee retraining? Retraining. Yeah. Like because if you you have more players that are more frustrated with these refs that I've ever seen at any point in basketball in probably the, the last decade. Like, you've had players that have said things, but it's really starting to get bad to the point where you're seeing guys getting technicals for just tossing the ball back to the ref. <laughs> They're getting technicals. <laughs> they they go ahead and, you know, they, they show frustration to a teammate. They get a technical. That like, this... He tossed it back with animosity. Yeah, like, it, it's just... Didn't Scotty Barnes just get thrown out the game or get a tech for something and he didn't even do anything? And the other refs just standing there like, well, what happened? Right. Yeah. It's 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 nonsense, to be honest with you, man. I, I don't like it, but shout-out to Fred Van Fleet for that. Uh, um, he he, he definitely, definitely did what a lot of people wanted to do. And, you know, maybe there, there's going to be more, but if there's more, Adam Silver's not going to like that. So, you know, you, you'll see the fines start to go up after that, Right. It's thirty thousand. Somebody else says something wild. Fifty thousand. Don't go to seventy-five thousand. Like, See, that's just like that's like wait. it's There's going. More. That's no, like wait. students not being able to call a teacher out on their bullshit. Right. right. You know what I'm saying? Like that's if you're wrong, you're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. But exactly. if you're gonna penalize me that I can't speak out against what you did and call right. you accountable and that's corny. But you can find me and right. I can get. I I I'm okay to pay you that. Right. How does that make sense? And like, mind you, I'm paying the league that. Word, I'm paying the league but, that. But, that's but see, here's the thing. Strength in numbers. Yeah. Strength in numbers. Everybody needs to come together and say, listen, enough is enough. Right. You can't just find everybody. It's not going to happen. True. I think a lot of things are going to be discussed in a new collective bargaining agreement between the, the players, players union and the NBA and the owners. There's going to be a lot of stuff that they talk about. And I'm sure the be. officiating is going to be something that's going to be on the docket because... It needs to change. They need to be held accountable. If there's some egregious calls, I think referees need to be held accountable for that. Like the 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 you know the 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 Monday report is not enough. They say, "Hey, we messed up, guys. You cost us the game." What what is you putting out a report saying that you made an error? We all know you made the error. The world. What are you talking about? What do you mean? The world saw it. <laughs> Like that, I remember when LeBron got hit, right? They put out the report instantly, right? A couple like, like they put out a press release like an hour later. Hey, we're sorry. Yeah, of course. We know. But is that going to change the outcome of the game? It doesn't. Right. But maybe if you got fined $15,000 for making a, a, an egregious no call like that, the next time that happens, you'll be watching your pockets. Yeah, the ref, he was right saying. there. Right there. I'm just saying. That. I see it a lot with Julius Randle. There's times where they'll call him for a foul and he doesn't even touch the guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it, if if they know that they're going to be losing some money if they don't, if they make some egregious calls, these, these refs are going to be on point. But there's no there's no ramifications for them. They can mess up. They can do whatever. They can, they can make an egregious call in front of your face. You as the player gets frustrated and you challenge them on it. You get... 
teched up or you get thrown out of the game. <laughs> oh, dude. Think about that. Right. Somebody is a, <laughs> somebody's holding you. Somebody's beating you up. You try to fight back and the cops come arrest you. <laughs> what are we doing here? That's crazy. That's crazy. So, moving on. Moving on. Um, <laughs> what was I going to talk about? Yeah. Oh, let's, let's just get it out of the way. Pau Gasol uh, gets his jersey retired with the Lakers. Shouts to Pau. That's my guy. Um, it was an emotional night. You know, talked about Kobe. Uh, talked about Kobe's impact and how if it wasn't for Kobe, he didn't know if he was going to be able to have the career that he had with the Lakers. And, you know, it's just seeing guys like that you know, you, you you don't have players like that anymore. Like the guys that were just tough, man, and dealt with the dealt with the scrutiny. I remember when he got here and we lost to the Celtics that first year. Man, Powell got he got hammered. He got hammered at the media. Fans got him, but he came back and and was just a solid player, man. You know, guys like him, guys like him are real true Hall of Famers, man. They 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 do they do the best that they that they can do for for the sport. You know, they hold themselves accountable off the court. They don't get in trouble. They're model citizens. That's the type of guys that you want representing your brand. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, shouts to Pau Gasol for that, man. It was, it was a great night. Lakers won, too. So that was always good. You saw um, that Jimmy Butler came all the way from Miami. Yeah, Jimmy for- Butler came down and, 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 you know, gave him some flowers and stuff like that. So that was really good. And, you know, Pau Gasol, man, he was... I remember when that trade happened, man. It, it was... It was like instant change <laughs> the Lakers were good that year but they needed something mm-hmm. Pau Gasol comes and the rest is history like that era of Lakers basketball was special you know Gasol what I'm saying? and Bynum in the paint yeah yeah Gasol Bynum Lamar um Shannon Brown mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying Derek Fisher came back yep so it, it was it was it was a great era for for Lakers basketball at that point man so shouts to Pau shouts to Pau um, moving on, moving on. Kevin Durant. <laughs> Kevin Durant oh. is reportedly out four plus weeks <laughs> with a grade two ankle sprain. Uh, he sprained his ankle in warmups. <laughs> you know, and listen. Speedy recovery for KD because that was a scary situation. Like, as a, you know, I remember me, I slipped on something and shouted my knee up. So it, it could have been way worse for what happened to him. You know what I'm saying? So the fact that he just got a grade two angle sprain is tough because he just got there. But it could have been way worse. Bro, these guys got the best trainers money can buy. And they're always injured for some reason. Yeah, guys were never this, were never injured like this. I All agree. of a sudden, everyone is injured. I mean, we had what a conversation. Is going on? Yeah, we had a conversation before in regards to, you know, I think they're working out too much. But go ahead, where have you had something to say? I was gonna say, they're probably. You're right. There is it's because there are in the gym too much. But then there's guys who just. Don't work out at all and go home. They're sitting on the couch playing video games the majority of the time. Their right. body gets stiff. They're, and then when right. it's time to go, <laughs> boom, they're hurt. Right. It's true. It's true. I, it's 
it's something that's going on, but, you know, there's obviously freak accidents. KD, unfortunately, he's been very injury-prone, you know, the latter part of his career, right? He's had knee injuries. He's had ankle injuries. He's torn his Achilles. He's come back from multiple things. So, you know, this is just another setback for him. He'll come back. He'll be fine. But that's not what I want to talk about. It's not what I want to talk about. KD getting hurt is just a part of the story. You guys want to hear the rest of the story? It's story time with Barry Grant Jr. You guys ready? Okay. A few pods ago, I said to you guys that the Phoenix Suns, you know, they traded for KD, and it's like, all right, cool. Are they going to be the best team in the Western Conference? I say, hey. I am not one of those people that likes to look at teams on paper. I like to see how they look, how the lineups look, how they're gelling together, how the team is playing before I decide to say they're a legit contender, right? But then I said, what's going to stop this team from actually winning is Black Cat Chris Paul. (laughs) That's what happened. I said, at some point... There's going to be a black cat that walks by and tragedy is going to strike on this team. And lo and behold, what happens? Kevin Durant is in warm-ups. He's not in the game. He's in warm-ups, something that he's done thousands of times in his life and has never happened before. But he does it in Phoenix because you know why? Black cat Paul struck. Black cat Paul struck. There was some black cat in that arena, and that's what happened. I'm telling you. Anytime Chris Paul is involved with something, something bad happens. It does. I knew it. I knew it. I said, Phil, you remember I, you was here? Uh, yeah. You remember? Yeah. I said it. What's what? Something bad is going to happen because Chris Paul is a Phoenix son. That's just the way it is. What is that movie? What What's the movie? Uh, it's the uh, the Amityville Horror or or is it uh, <laughs> what's the other one that, that, that people used to like? The, not the Blair Witch, the other one where it was... It was the, paranormal? Paranormal activity, right? Paranormal activity where the ghost kept following the girl, right? That's what it is. That's what it is. Oh, man. Anywhere he goes, Black Cat's there. That's what it is. I think about the parody one. Yeah, that, that's all it is. You go to a new house, something's wrong. We just moved. There's some, something's still going on. Yeah, it's you. <laughs> It's you. You just got to blame Keisha for that. Yeah. <laughs> blame anybody. Blame Chris Paul. It's him. Or Tupac. Or Tupac. <laughs> or the ghost of Tupac. We can blame him too. In, right? in Phoenix? Listen. Listen. That's, right there, by, that's right there by Cali. It's, it's close. Oh, my God. It's close. Round. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's supposed to be the storybook ending. He'll get the ring when somebody gives it to him. Wait, he he goes. He ain't gonna play and get it. Did he cut through Phoenix in the back of that mill van? <laughs> in the back of the mill truck? For he did actually. Yo, wherever he, he went, wherever the red just, table was, he just was, laid okay? down. <laughs> wherever that red table yeah. was, he went. Facts. <laughs> All I'm saying is that, like, how, can y'all can y'all not see the story being put together here? Have you ever seen Kevin Durant do that? No. No. And did another uh, player get hurt from the same way? Yes. Yeah, but he's not as, as he's he's fine. He's not as hurt as Kevin Durant is. Like, come on! This is a man who has who has immaculate footwork. 
working people on, on, on the court. Mid-range, jump shot, ha! Doing all that, right? <laughs> Dribbling, busting ass. Layup line, not even a layup line, it wasn't even a game. Right. Shoot around, he cracked his ankle. And Black Cat! Yo, that's like the equivalent of me in the house, like, jumping and touching the molding on the, right. on the door and just falling like, ah, you know? Tear your whole leg up. That's like a, uh, that baseball player, like, hit a home run. Right. Cross, cross home plate and... Yeah. Oh, shit out the frame. The black cat. You the black cat. That's at least better. That was at least in the game. Right. Yeah. At least that was in the game and he did something important. Right. This man was in, this man was in shoot around. Can't talk well, about He was in shoot around. That's right. And he's so skinny, he just flopped like... Yo, he right. just... He, yo, that was he hilarious. Just, he, he, dro- gather, like. he dropped and said... Shit. Chris Paul. I saw his lips. You, you, you can go ahead and see it. It's Chris Paul. You know? So, yeah. But that, that's where I'm going with it. That's where I'm going with it. That's what the sources said. That's they, what the sources said. They said, tell, tell Barry it was Chris Paul. Facts. Then you ain't got to tell me nothing. I'm watching. I, I saw the black cat there. It was I saw Chris it. Paul. I saw it there. I saw it there. So, moving on to my irrelevant news of the week. You got to be kidding me. I mean, how do you watch this? I mean, they stink. <laughs> Did you know that there was a man in Utah that <laughs> I don't know if he's institutionalized, he got, you know, he was let out and wanted to go back in, but Utah man robbed the bank of just $1 then waited to be arrested. Wow. <laughs> you want to go home? Wow. You want to go home? <laughs> It was peach cobbler night. <laughs> he wanted to go back to jail. He said, yo, he told the cops, if you don't arrest me and take me to federal prison, I'm going to continue to do it. <laughs> wow. Now, is he a criminal or is he actually a good Samaritan because he's taking himself off the street? Like, let's have a conversation about it. <laughs> well, you got to understand, free food. Right. You free, get to watch three TV. Meals a day. Yeah, like... You ain't gotta worry. You ain't gotta worry about bills. If you're homeless, well, yeah, yeah, why not? And they give you little iPads now too. Right, yes. like, you're chilling. They what? Yeah, yeah. Crazy. bro, it's so fire. So, certain prisons get you your iPads, commissary. Bro. Everything goes through that. Yeah, like I was gonna send some stuff the other day, and it was like, nah, they don't do that no more. You just gotta go on this app or whatever, and you, whatever you, just whatever you wanna buy, and they just give it to them. Right. Yo, the man, the man. It says that he, he, you know, he, um, he had a little letter. For the person who's just like, please give me one dollar. Thank you. That's what the note said. Very pleasant. Very pleasant man. But he he wanted to go back to the bank. He wanted to go back. He wanted to go back. So, you know, very, very, very interesting. There's more. There's more. Guess who got released from his team? Anybody want to guess? No? Okay. <laughs> I'll tell you. Remember, I came in here a couple of weeks ago and I said that a certain player changed his name <laughs> to Chosen Anderson. Well, the same Chosen Anderson has not been chosen by the Arizona Cardinals. <laughs> <laughs> you go to the chopping block. Yo, you changed your name and they were like, all right, we're done with it. We, we got to get him out of here. 
Let's get him out of here. That's not who we signed. Right. We signed. <laughs> we we signed the other. Who's we signed the, the other guy. Chose a chose a right. Oh man. Sure, not gonna work here anymore. Facts. So that is my. You gotta you know, be kidding it. me! I mean, how do you watch the? I mean, yeah, they stink. <laughs> After the break. We're going to talk some more stuff and then the greatest segment on the planet. Coming the week. Coming. Yeah. At the break. Welcome back, y'all. Kyrie Irving. You guys know that there's some new Kyrie Irving stuff out there. Are we surprised? Do we care? I do. (laughs) I do. I always care about Kyrie. He wanted him on the Lakers. I still do. Mm -hmm. I still do. Because he can play basketball, and the only person that can keep him in in check for three hours is LeBron James. LeBron James. So, but Kyrie Irving took to his Twitch, and boy, did he have a lot to say. So there's this little snippet here I want you guys to listen to. I don't want to. We're not going to play the entire Twitch stream. There's like a little minute twenty clip here where Kyrie is saying some things. It doesn't really make sense to the person who has a rational, logical brain. But for people who have Kyrie brain, it makes sense <laughs> to them. Right? So, let's go ahead and Kyrie brain. cue this up here. For three hours and you think you know who I am. You see a few posts. Oh, Kai's woke. Kai got it. Oh, oh Kai is, oh my goodness, he just... He just doesn't fit into the mold of all of the other people. And then, man, he's different. He's crazy. He's arrogant. He's this. He's that. He's this. All from seeing me from three hours. You get all that. Kai, well, what's Kai going to do this summer? Does Kai like Dallas? What happened in Brooklyn? What happened in Boston? What happened in Cleveland? Why did you leave LeBron? Why did you leave Jason? Why did you leave Katie? Why did you leave all these people? <laughs> For three hours get to ask all these legitimate questions as if 21 hours every day wasn't happening after that me you would think that i'm the cancer in the locker room as if basketball is an individual sport that one person is supposed to take blame for it's 15 guys on the team and i and i'm the one cancer in the room that's what it's portrayed as. That's what that's what you guys get. That's that's what they have fun doing. That's what why why these older, bitter gentlemen and women keep my name in their mouths every day. Okay. Okay. Lot to unpack there. Now, Kyrie is saying, in layman's terms, that there's more cogs to the wheel, and you can't really blame one person for being a cancer (laughs) in a locker room, right? That couldn't be farther from the truth if you play sports. All it takes is one person to disrupt a locker room. All it takes is one particular person to not understand what their defensive assignment is to screw up a defensive stand for your team. So for him to say that makes no sense. But in Kyrie's world, it makes all the sense. You heard what he said. You think you know me because of the three hours you see me. 
No, 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 no. It's over the 10 years that we've seen you. <laughs> That's what they judge you off of. You claim to not be the cancer in the locker room. Okay, so you think that you're just a cog in the wheel. Then why are you getting paid $38.5 million a year and guys like Tim Hardaway Jr. isn't? Because you're the guy. Or you're supposed to be the guy. So at the negotiation table, you are never going to say, oh, you know, I'm just a cog in the wheel. So pay me... What Tim Hardaway is getting paid. No, you say, I'm Kyrie Irving. I deserve X amount of money. So it's convenient when it's about getting your money. It's all about Kyrie Irving. But when the blame game starts to come down, oh, no. You think you know me in three hours? No. Cancer in the locker room. What, ha- what did happen in Boston? Let's talk about it. He left Cleveland after winning a championship because he thought he didn't need LeBron anymore. Because he thought he was that guy. I want to go to Boston because I want to be the guy. Well, he went to Boston to try to lead those kids, and he couldn't lead a parade. <laughs> if he was that guy, he would have left Cleveland before couldn't, LeBron came. Right. Couldn't lead the parade. Couldn't lead Cleveland before LeBron got there. Couldn't mm-hmm. leave after. Right. Let's talk about what happened in Brooklyn. Kyrie and KD were supposed to go to the Knicks. That was the original plan. Oh, no, Kyrie, being a Nets fan his whole life, convinced KD, let's go to Brooklyn. They'll love us here. There's no pressure. Oh, really? Not realizing it's still New York. Oh. But in Kyrie's world, it all makes sense. See, for me, that has a logical brain in my head. You can't fool me. (laughs) It's always passing the buck. You're always passing the buck. It's never you. If it doesn't work in in Dallas, it it, it wasn't you. And nine times out of ten, it doesn't have to be in Dallas, right? Because he's in a new situation. That team is not that great, right? So the blame is not going to fall on him, per se. But where there's smoke, there's fire, right? And the beautiful thing about the, the video in itself is that while he's spewing all of these Kyrieisms out of his mouth, he's burning sage. <laughs> <laughs> Help me! Help me! So he's trying to purify the air <laughs> when he's spewing rubbish out of his mouth. <laughs> it's funny. It's funny. He actually said... At the end of one of the Dallas games, I think the last Dallas game that that he played, he said, how can I be free when there's people that are impoverished in other places making Teslas and they're living in the Congo or something like that? Paraphrasing, obviously, but that's basically what he said, right? And normally I'd leave him alone. Normally I'd leave him alone. But I have to get him now. Because if you're so concerned about those innocent people in the Congo (laughs) or whatever they're doing, why or why is it convenient for you to wear Nike sneakers then? Hello? Shots fired! Shots fired! Hello? 
Can anybody hear me? <laughs> Hello? Shots fired. Shots fired. So it's okay. For you Oh, covering up the Nike check is good enough for you. That's 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 you butting the system, right? right? But you're still wearing the same shoes that those poor people are making for two cents a day. Give me my band-aid. Shots fired! Shots fired! Cover that Nike check. As I said, <laughs> can fool a lot of people. You're not gonna fool me. Yeah. I see past those Kyrieisms. I see past all of that sage smoke. Can't fool you. Can't fool me, bro. Just saying. Just saying. Anyway, moving on to the greatest segment on the planet, WWE. Dummy. Yeah. Every week, I go around the room and I ask, who is the dummy of the week? Claw, who you got? Anybody who doesn't think that just one of the guys had some of the best boobs ever. Wow. For three hours. That's real. I mean, there's a lot of people that have not watched that movie, but if they haven't, you need to watch it. What was your name? I forgot her name. I can't remember, but I just remember the boobs. Yeah, the boobs are the best it, boobs ever. If you haven't seen them, Google them. I'm not going to lie to you. I think a lot of men really like their entire adult life. They judge their women off of those boobs. Based on those boobs, yeah. yeah. I've asked like close female friends what they thought about those boobs, and they said those are the top boobs. Yeah. Like, they wish their boobs looked like that. Yeah. What, so, boob, what boobs were these? Just one of the guys you never watched that movie? No. Where yeah, the girl impersonates she she dresses up as a as a as a guy, goes to high school, and she oh. becomes like one of the most popular people there. Okay. Is that yeah? At the end of the day, end of the movie. End like, of the movie, she likes this guy and then she Oh, so actually just skip to the end. Yeah, yeah straight oh. to the end. She flashes the goods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was it was one of those like what? And it was still the 80s. Those were so there? It was like... It's, it's the 80s uh, movie. Not right. With the, with right. The so it was like... It was better than like the Jamie Lee Curtis? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Jamie yes. Lee Curtis definitely gets the runner up. Like she's well, up yeah, Listen, Jamie Lee Curtis still got some... Yeah. But... And she old too. Yeah. <laughs> I thought she cut him but off. She's still, ba she's still bad. I thought she cut him off. Nah. Maybe yeah. she did, but yeah. I'm just thinking about the old yeah, ones. The old ones. The old yeah, ones. Yeah, 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 yeah. I used to watch Halloween just for that. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just for that. Oh, so what... Trading, where trading where is he? Where's Michael? <laughs> where's, where's Michael so she can run? Come on. Run, please. That's what I used to do. So, yeah, I definitely second that. Anybody that hasn't watched that movie and anybody who's watched that movie and don't think that those are the greatest boos on planet Earth, get the... Dummy! Yeah! Um, Phil, who you got? Uh, I'm thinking I have one this week. No? no. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> who you got? Chili Freeze. So, we went to go see the bed this week. Cocaine bear. Cocaine bear. We walk inside the theater. Rated R movie, by the way. You had your popcorn in your hand. <laughs> yeah, big I had my nachos. Too. Oh, you did have nachos. I, I had popcorn. <laughs> yeah. I ate my popcorn early. And uh, you body that popcorn. We walk in, and you know, there are kids there. There were a lot of children there. Kids. Yeah. Full families. Family. We're talking about we're talking about like ten year olds. Yeah. Multiple kids. Yeah. So who takes their who as a parent's gonna take their child to an R rated cocaine movie? <laughs> the parents get it, man. Yo, all of them. All of the parents that that really try, they, and they try to sneak wow. that too. Yeah, I'm taking the kids to the movie. We gonna see some some kid friendly. Probably even tell their wife, hey, we going to the movies. Go see Cocaine Bear. Yo, Come all, on now. All, all of the parents. Yo, bro, there was mad kids in there, Fang. That's crazy. mad kids. 
I'm Mac about, isn't I'm it. I'm talking about like you thought you were about to watch Moana next. Like, right. Bro, like, if I was in there, I would have been ignorant. Right. It was crazy. I would have been saying wild stuff just for the... You know, I mean, you say wild stuff regardless. You do. I would have been saying it around the children. So just so, so, so somebody could say something. Oh, you can't. No, shut the fuck I would, up. I would love to know sure, when those kids though. saw those children on the screen doing the cocaine, what they thought. Yo, what did they... The, the, <laughs> yo, the lady next to me was like... Telling her daughter, don't ever try cocaine, okay? Unbelievable. And the kid was like, okay, mom. Probably already did it. Probably did it already. Probably did it now. <laughs> she was probably thinking to herself, pussies. They, they <laughs> ate it. <laughs> hey, mom, I'm going to go to the bathroom. <laughs> they ate a spoonful with right. the Cheerios. Right. <laughs> I eat that with my breakfast. Light. That's the, that's the morning thing. It's crazy. So, yeah, the parents at the movie theater... Taking eight kids to go see cocaine bake at the Dummy! Yeah! Nicole, you got. Yes, yes. Yeah, I expect. Yeah, I respect Nicole that. has dummied herself wow. for not making the all even podcast team cocaine bed trip. I, I don't want to give it to you, but I was very disappointed, so you have to get it. Dummy! Yeah! Yeah, have to get it. Has to get it. She owns it. She owns it, though. I, I didn't challenge her on that. I, I didn't. She, she owns it. I, I like that. that. I like that. X Man, who you got? I'm gonna go with Kendrick Perkins. Kendrick Perkins, it's a good one. You want to do a Kendrick Perkins in, uh, impersonation? I was stating the facts. <laughs> <laughs> That was, that was a good one. I like that. I like that. Yeah, Kendrick Perkins. Listen, I, I understand what he was trying to say, but it's, it's times where a lot of people can't articulate themselves the right way, and it came, it come out like gibberish, right? I, I, I didn't, I, I didn't say that. I, hey, can somebody give me a sandwich over here? Right, it's just dummy. Yeah, you gotta hold that. <laughs> Fame me for us. I'm a little scared. Get the button ready. I'm a little scared, but who's your dummy for this week? Bow buttons. All right, I don't know the woman's name, uh-huh. but um, right, you know how the kids do the subway surfing, and the seventeen-year-old kid died on the train trying to subway surf, fifteen, seventeen, whatever. Um, so the mother came out now and is suing the city, stating that her son died because they didn't have everything properly blocked off, so the kids can't get to the top of the train. Wow. So she's blaming everybody else for the death. Instead of her child. Granted, understand Instead children. of herself. Huh? Instead of herself. Right. Well, you know, I don't want to blame the kid because, you know. It's a kid. It's a kid. Kid do kids things. Yeah. Whether it's peer pressure, stupidity, whatever it is. Yeah, I blame parents. But now you want to sue the city because your child climbed on top of a train that he knows he's not supposed to be on top of. And now you want to sue the city? Yeah, that's crazy. For that, you get the dummy. Definitely, should I, probably I, you win. Know, it's a it's an unfortunate situation, <laughs> right? Should probably win. That's the thing. It, right, X Men's mm-hmm. right. Like that, she probably if she makes a big stink about it, and then people take the Twitter. She's right. Oh, it's a whole team behind it. She's now. right. How dare you tell us that we can't surf on the top of trains? It's our right as Americans and New Yorkers. <laughs> <That's> hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all get the dummy. Yeah, get stand people, bro. Right. I want to move. I know she. I want to move the like, like I know she's mourning, but she's a dumbass. Yeah, I mean, listen, I I get it, man. I understand your frustration, and maybe this is how she's she's dealing with her her loss, right? 
Like, a lot of people, there's anger, there's grief, you know what I'm saying? There's a lot of things. So, you know, sometimes I like to give grace, but also I like to give... Dummy! Yeah! Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> um, those are some good ones. But I have a couple. May I have the drum roll, please? And the winners for Dummy of the Week. The first one is Jackson Mahomes. Jackson Mahomes is my first. Dummy. Yeah. Now, crazy. it's amazing, right, how you can raise two children in the same household. One can be able to, you know, idolize his father. His father played baseball, played for the Mets. Shout to the Mets, right? He played baseball growing up, idolized his father, wanted to be just like his dad, goes to college, becomes a great quarterback, ends up getting drafted by a team, ends up being an MVP early in his career, wins a Super Bowl, wins another Super Bowl. He's the face of the league. He's the, the golden goose. But there's another one that got raised in that same household and is a complete screw-up. Jackson Mahomes is the TikTok boy. But this is not the reason why we're upset with him. This is not the reason why he's on the Dummy of the Week this week. Oh, no. <laughs> he chose to take it upon himself to forcefully go ahead and kiss a restaurant owner. Grabs her by the face. She's, you know, looking this way. He's behind her. Grabs her and... Hey, girl. Pretty much mauls her. Right? <laughs> and it's like... I understand that fame can do a lot of things to people, right? It's a drug. Cocaine but, did it. Right. But we we have said that money doesn't change you. It just accentuates who you are. Jackson Mahomes has always been a little douchebag. You can see it in his face. He's one of those kids that... And I, I'm one of those people. I like to label people very early in life i can look at a five six seven year old and say this kid's gonna be an asshole you can see it you can see it by the way they behave the certain things that they do you can be like this kid's a dick mm -hmm. jackson mahomes was probably that seven year old that people were like yo why are you not like your older brother you're a dick and he knows it and he feeds into it and the problem is that there's not enough ramifications or consequence for his actions because why his brother is famous and he can be able to be on the field as his brother's winning the super bowl and put on a tiktok video and He's a jackass. Yeah, that, that's it. It's like, he's an idiot. Like, th there's just nothing else to say about the dude. Right. He's dumb. Intelligence is something that some people just don't have. You can't gain it through school. You can't gain it through street smarts. You're just an idiot. Like, he had to be that kid that always got his ass kicked. Had to be. The whole way home, too. Right. Yeah. Kid that don't do his homework in school, and when you ask him why he didn't do his homework, he don't know. Yeah. Did you know that you had homework this week, Jackson? Hey, yeah, I know. That was me. But I don't know. That was me. Stop. Okay, so you chose not to do it. 
Hell yeah. What the fuck? What the other things to do? <laughs> Dummy. Yeah. Look at me now. Yeah. Dummy. Yeah. <laughs> so Jackson Mahomes, he gets the first one. But there is another one. There is the the main event here. Mm. And the main event is Paul Pierce. Dummy. Yeah. Paul oh, Pierce gets yeah. my dummy of the week. Dummy. Because yeah. here's the thing. Everybody has been chiming in with their John Morant takes about giving this kid grace and, you know, hopefully that he recovers and all this stuff. But here comes the person that we don't care to hear an opinion from, right? Of all the people that you don't want to hear from, it's Paul Pierce. Paul Pierce takes to Twitter and says, well, I used to carry guns back in the day. And, you know, I don't understand what the problem is. He just, he just holding a gun. This is why you are who you are. This is why Paul Pierce is who he is. He's one of those people that he is very comfortable enabling people, right? A lot of times in our culture, why we don't move forward and progress is because we enable each other. Instead of calling people to the carpet, holding them accountable, you make excuses for them. You're an old ass man. You should not be doing this in regards to this situation. You're supposed to be educating, giving him some guidance, not looking like a complete clown and enabling bad behavior because you're an idiot. Because you threw away your ESPN job because you're an idiot. Because you didn't get a swan song when you retired because, like Draymond said, people don't love you like that. Hmm. And what's, what kills me about Paul Pierce as well, have you ever read any of Paul Pierce's tweets? It's the most ineligible thing I've ever seen. He, he misspells things. He, he, he doesn't know how to spell. So this is a man that has millions of dollars and has influence and he can't even spell. But you have the nerve to tell John Morant that he's good? Tell you, there's a lot of times where I like to use my dummy of the week to make fun of people. I'm not making fun of Paul Pierce here. I think he's a clown. I think Paul Pierce is one of those people that looks to gain respect and doesn't get it. I think Paul Pierce is one of those people that goes into a room and everybody says, look, there's Paul Pierce and nobody asks for his autograph. <laughs> wait, wait, bro. The funniest video of all time is he throws his jersey to what he and thought was a it, fan. And they throw it back. And he, yeah. <laughs> he throw, yeah. They threw it he back, threw bro. his headband into the, into the stands. They threw it back to him. This is the type of person that Paul Pierce is. Outside of the Boston Celtics, they don't love you like that, Paul. And I'm going to tell you that nobody loves you like that. So any opinion that you have about basketball, any opinion that you have about young people, any opinion that you have about politics, any opinion that you have about the food that you ate yesterday, nobody cares. <laughs> I would love for you to focus on spelling and pronunciating your words rather than having an opinion. 
It's a 40 year old man that can't spell. There's children that do a better job than him. There's a reason why I'm sure he had a gun. Makes sense now. Yeah. Makes sense to, of why he behaves the way he behaves. Yeah, I know. Because you're a dummy. Yeah. <laughs> Makes all the sense in the world. So, Paul Pierce and Jackson Mahomes. <laughs> Jackson, your brother's great and your father's great. You, on the other hand, when TikTok goes away, and it's going to go away very soon because there's, there's legislation coming down on that, what are you going to do with yourself? Can't Nothing. wait to see that. And Paul Pierce, I mean, an NBA player, of course, he's going to be a Hall of Famer, but like Draymond said, nobody loves Paul Pierce like that. I wonder who's going to be there at the actual announcement or the inauguration of his Hall of Fame induction. Piercing? Yeah, like no one really cares about. Yeah, nobody really cares. I don't think that that probably be the lowest rated um, <laughs> Hall of Fame out there. Sure. So they hold the dummy of the week for this week. Uh, Cole, what is your kind word of the week? Um, <laughs> I mean, Tinder's a crazy place. So don't kiss him on the mouth on the first date. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. You're fool. Uh, Phil, it was a pleasure. Thank you for coming. Thanks for having. Chilling, you freeze. Yes, sir. Nicole in the ones and twos, a silent assassin. Paris Gibbs, my man. You, you need to be back, all right? Absolutely. Baseball season comes. I like to bash your Yankees <laughs> and uh, talk about them in, in, a, in a terrible way. Um, but I love you. You know, you can always pull up. Absolutely. Thank you, Frost. You, you did pretty good today. You weren't you weren't as bad as I expected. I I, I expected to, to press this FCC button a little, little, little more today. But um, got away with a lot of stuff. You know? I won't be silenced. Uh, you won't be. You won't be silenced. Nope. The revolution. Not, the revolution will be televised. What you saying? I didn't say all that. Okay. Right, cool. Um. Yeah. So until next week, stay safe. Stay cool. Peace. Peace. My son is the champ. So get over it. <laughs> lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha! In my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.